0: Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for
1: 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? It's been a good week. It's June 26th, 1998. You look like. Fucking! Someone is out to hunting you, or something like that. What? Like you're in the most dangerous game. What in every the facial expression was like. What, what? What's that? Like what's that? What's that? What? What? What are you like talking about? Looking around about? the corner, and you—it looks like you're being hunted. I'm just sitting here. Your face. What you were thinking? You must have been thinking something.
0: Um, my head hurts. Our neighbor's truck's loud. Those uh. were the thoughts I had in my head. That apparently make me look like some kind of fucking hostage. Interesting.
1: But you're not a hostage, are you?
0: No, I am here of my own free will. That's right. Really.
1: They need to hear it. It's true. They need to hear it from your own mouth. (laughs) Oh, Carol. Mark. Guess what we did.
0: We watched Meno (laughs) 2 I know what we did.
1: (laughs) You know what we did last summer?
0: We watched now uh, Two and 0 oh last summer, too.
1: Yeah, we also watched, I know what you did last summer, last summer, I believe. Hmm. Wasn't it? I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't seem that long ago. We watched Scream last winter. Yes. Anyway, speaking of Scream, <laughs> I screamed at the, the plot twists in this episode. Graduation Day.
0: Graduation Day?
1: Yeah, that's what it was called.
0: But they didn't graduate.
1: I mean, it was graduation day. I don't know what to tell that, you. Are you
0: sure? Yes. That seems uh, untrue.
1: Oh, Carol. Oh, Carol. Oh, Mark. You never believe me. Oh, Mark. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Do no. you, you, wanna, you want to? You want a? Bet? No,
0: I don't want a bet. Okay. But I'm just saying that's a stupid title if that's the r- real title for this episode cuz it had nothing to do aside from Donna's storyline it had nothing to do with graduating.
1: Well, I mean they that was it's the day they're graduating. I mean It is. Brandon Walsh got a roast.
0: It's the day they're graduating? Because why didn't they fucking graduate then? Like, why why, why was the episode like it was?
1: It may, I'm starting to think graduation day is, the, is the next one. Exactly. Oh, I should have taken the bet. Senior week. The name of the episode is Senior Week. I, uh-huh. I remember now. Darn. I would have won one. It's Senior Week. What do you feel about it?
0: There's so much to talk about in this episode. Okay. Oh, let's do it. So Kelly thinks, like, she's all excited because she, she got her period. She thinks she's not pregnant. <laughs> and, like, Brandon's not excited at any point.
1: Let me tell you something real quick. Before <laughs> sure. You get it, before you get into it. When I was very young, I probably, way too young, probably, like, Ten maybe eleven. I watched a uh, not an adult movie like a pornographic movie, but like a more adult themed movie. Sure. And there was a line in this movie where uh, I think they find like a homeless guy or something like that, and they're like, it's two women, and they're all happy about it or whatever. And this one's this girl goes, "What a great what a great day this is! Uh, first I get my period, now this." <laughs> and I didn't understand that. At the time. I remember thinking, like, don't girls hate getting their periods? <laughs> Why would that be fun? Like, I thought that it was painful for them and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, generally it is. <laughs> but, yeah, she's very happy about her period. And Brandon's just, Speaking like, deadpan. What?
1: Well, hers, Kelly's.
0: Yeah. So Brandon's just, like, deadpan. Like, he he's, this whole time, he's... Kind of acting like he's playing poker, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't understand the acting choice, really, because he was so flat. Like, he didn't give any emotion to anything that was going on, really.
0: I mean, last episode was kind of the same, too. Like, she was trying to feel out how he was feeling about things, and he was very guarded. And now she's saying, hey, I got my period, I'm not pregnant, and he's still guarded. I think he just doesn't want her to consider his feelings in this situation or whatever. Is
1: that it? Or is it just that Jason Priestley's not that good of an actor? Oh, come on. I mean, we've been watching
0: him for eight seasons. I mean, he was or on... seven seasons. He
1: was on that episode of Quantum Leap. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Kamikaze Kid.
0: He he. When a, he was that
1: fucking wife-beater's, like, lackey.
0: Right. Um, He is a better actor than this, though.
1: Yeah, I think so. But maybe he's taking the week off.
0: Yeah, but he suggests that she still go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I believe, or maybe she's just going. I don't know. No,
1: she was like, oh, I don't need to go to the doctor anymore because I got my period. And he was like, Ah, oh, maybe you should still go though.
0: Yeah. So she goes, and then the doctor's like, Well, we we ran some tests, and it turns out you know your pregnancy test was positive. So yeah, you you didn't get your period; you had a miscarriage. Like, I I want to talk about that. They need some women writers in the room I don't think they have any yeah because I mean it can happen that a woman can have a miscarriage and and if it's early enough they think oh I just got my period sure that can happen sure but usually it's not just like a period it's it's more painful clumpy ew ew and
1: she I don't know what it's like I'm not a woman
0: well, I mean, I don't know, like, personally, but, I mean, sure. I've heard things. Yeah. Like, they need, like, to have a, a DNC to clean out their mean? uterus. It's a dilation and cartilage. Uh, okay. They clean out the uterus to make sure that everything <laughs> comes out. So it's spick and span? You don't want to leave dead tissue inside of you. Oh,
1: my God. No, you wouldn't.
0: <laughs> Ugh, okay. That, anyway, probably went too far. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you probably did. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just, I feel like it would have been, I don't know, more than this. So in the testing they do, though, they also notice some stuff on her ovaries and her uterus. And it turns out that she has endometriosis.
1: Yes, endometriosis. So. Fun Latin word to say. (laughs) Or Greek. I don't
0: know.
1: Mm, Greek, I think.
0: But the doctor um, thinks that means that Kelly's not going to be able to have kids.
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, you know, you can make you very hard to get pregnant. And she's like, I just was pregnant. What the fuck? Right. And she's like, well, it can make you really hard to carry. It's a term, too. So.
0: Yeah, so, like, she's not likely to get pregnant again. And if she does, she's likely to have another miscarriage.
1: Although later she says the odds are 60-40. 60 in favor of being able to get pregnant.
0: And carrying the baby or just Uh, that i
1: don't know i don't think she went into those terms
0: okay so yeah i mean that's that's not terrible odds i would i would take those odds in a casino you know
1: would you now let's say you you know that there's a, a chance a high degree of difficulty of carrying to term and that you could have several miscarriages before having a successful pregnancy, do you think you could psychologically stand up to that? I don't know, like five, six miscarriages—that would be pretty rough. And then finally, it works.
0: That'd be—I mean, like I, I've heard of women going through that too, and that—that would be awful.
1: See, I feel like for a guy, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'd be like, well, let me just try again, you know. Like I feel like I would like, like, uh, just shrug it off. But I wonder if that's because. I've never had a living thing inside me. Well, yeah, it's not your body you're not going through it. That's what I'm saying like I I would it probably feel different, I guess. But it's it that okay, I I feel like I'm a somewhat empathetic person. Yeah. that is stretched beyond my ability for empathy, I think. Okay. I don't think I can I can even come close to understanding what it would feel like to be pregnant or have and have a miscarriage like i don't I, I don't think there's any way i can like there's nothing in my life that i can use to to bridge that gap so i don't think i could possibly know
0: okay um i mean physically of course you couldn't know um i'm i'm sure that if a dude like wants the baby and then there's a miscarriage that it's you know emotionally it's disappointing. Taxing. Yeah, I'm sure also. it's disappointing. Yeah. But she's she thinks that this means that her and Brandon can't be together because he wants a big family and she's not going to be able to give it to him.
1: Well, he mentions it. I don't even know if she was going to tell him right away. She says, oh, I went to the doctor and turns out I was pregnant and I had a miscarriage. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, but, you know, he's like not to be morbid or anything, but. You did say that it wasn't the right time, so maybe this was, you know, all for the best, and, and we can try again, you know, and everything. We can, we'll can we have a big family, you know, I did I tell you, you know, it takes six kids to make a hockey team or whatever, and then she's like, that's when she's like, I'm not going to be able to give you any kids.
0: Yeah, well, she didn't say any, I think she just said a big family or whatever.
1: No, she said, I'm not going to be able to give you a family.
0: Yeah. I don't know why she's like. She, she- well,
1: actually, what she said is, we're not going to have a family. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, you know what I mean? like in the future, if we do, and she's like, "No, we're not gonna have a family because I'm not going to be able to give you one."
0: I think like maybe when her hormones go back to normal and she calms down a little bit,
1: yeah, she's she's going off the deep end, I think.
0: yeah, I mean, the doctor didn't say you're completely sterile, you're never gonna have a baby, but that's what she's acting like has happened.
1: and there's adoption, and there's like there's there's medical. Things you can do, like, they, I mean, they had the test tube baby and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know that they do that much anymore, but. That's fucked up. 1978. I can't remember her name, Mary something. Or Sarah Brown? I think Brown was her last name. Anyway, first test tube baby ever, like, successful one. Um, But yeah, like, they, there's stuff they can do. Sure.
0: And yeah, they have the money, so. Yeah. But they could also just adopt, like you said, I mean, like well, yeah, there's I mean, lots they're, they're,
1: of they're rich and white enough to adopt. <laughs> they could get one from any country, probably, maybe even ours, um yeah,
0: so yeah, I mean like and he he's really good about it, you know he's just like, scour wh- the
1: dumpsters after prom.
0: come <laughs> on, find one That's awful. But Brandon's really good about it. He says, you know, whatever happens to you happens to me. You know, we're he's in it together. He's the model of,
1: oh, and she's like, yeah. And she's like, well, here, why don't you bleed? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: no, he's like the model of uh, perfect boyfriend or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's reacting the way that you want a dude to react. Mm. Except that he's doing it very flatly.
1: Yeah.
0: It's weird. It is weird. So then Kelly's like, you know, I'm going to go have, like, she's she turned her ringer off on her phone. She was just, like, at home by herself, like, he's trying to reach her oh, to yeah, go over there that, to talk to her. That's
1: weird. Like, I, I've heard of people taking their phone off the hook. I know you can turn the ringer off, but, like, it's weird.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, she's being, she is being weird, but she's going to go have dinner with her dad. Your she, dad's in town. She tells Brandon this.
1: It's Father's Day now.
0: Right. Um, in the meantime, Valerie.
1: Valerie. Who, Valerie.
0: <laughs> she meets with that weird, creepy uh, financial dude. I don't remember. Parker Lewis. Yeah.
1: Who cannot lose.
0: And he gets like visibly upset when she's like, doesn't have the check with her. Yeah.
1: He's like, where's my fucking money? Yeah.
0: <laughs> And she's like, oh, you know, I'll bring it later because they're talking about having dinner uh, with uh, Kelly's aunt. First of all, she Mm -hmm. says. Bill Taylor. She says, I'm not going to give you the money without having met Bill Taylor. I'm not investing with Bill Taylor without meeting him. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, he's out of town or whatever. And she's like, no, he's in town. His daughter told me. So Kelly. Lady. Valerie. Valerie.
1: (laughs) Not Kelly Kapowski. Right. She would have figured this out. <laughs> she had the experience of scheming Zach. She she would see the scam. Exactly.
0: But Valerie.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just. Yawns. Sorry. Valerie is just like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, no big deal. Like, he didn't know the guys in town and now he acts like he does and we're going to mm-hmm. have dinner. Like, what? Come on. Yep. So she's like, oh, I'll give you the check at dinner. And he's like, No. Uh, he doesn't like to conduct business at dinner. We should do it before. Sure. Meet me in his LA office. We're opening an LA office. Yeah. What did he do? Rent the office just for the day for this one? I guess so. Thing like he's getting hundred
1: grand, so he can afford it.
0: <laughs> so she agrees to this. It's like so sketchy. I don't. I mean, I didn't think she was stupid. Thing in the world,
1: they like. Her first instinct of like no I need to meet Bill Taylor before I invest in his, with his fucking fund or whatever is the right feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But instead she uh, she goes and meets the asshole and uh gives uh, gives, gives him, him the, the money.
1: $100,000 check. And she admits that she's enemies actually with Kelly mm-hmm. and that she's only doing this to like piss Kelly off like Like, she apparently doesn't want to fuck Bill Taylor. But to have a relationship with him in some way, even if it's just, like, client, Mm -hmm. you know, because it'll piss Kelly off. Well,
0: she's read her diary, so she knows what fucking makes her tick. She's, like, going to use all the weapons she can. Exactly. It's awful. So she... How does she end up on the phone with him?
1: She sends him a... A flower arrangement. Oh, okay, Because Parker Lewis, who cannot lose, says that the best way to reach Bill Taylor is to call him directly. I don't know why he says that. After he gets the money, it's like, why don't you catch me? You know, kind of thing, but whatever.
0: Well, he he already has the money, so I guess he's like, whatever.
1: So she does. She sends a flower arrangement, and he calls her, and he's like, hey, you know, it's nice to any friend of Kelly's is a friend of mine, you know, whatever. And... She's like, yeah, you know, I'm investing with your company. And he's like, oh, cool. And she's like, well, you know, why don't we meet for dinner? He's like, oh. He's like, well, I'm meeting Kelly for dinner, actually. And she's like, oh. And he's like, well, why don't you come by beforehand? We'll have some drinks. We'll talk for a minute. And then, you know, I'll go to dinner with Kelly. And he's like, okay
0: see that that's what i thought the plan was but the way it goes down it almost seems like she was joining them for dinner i don't
1: well she comes for drinks he was gonna let her join for dinner because he comes she comes for drinks and she's talking and she's like yeah you know it's just it's so good that uh that guy uh parker lewis who cannot lose that you uh hired is uh help me with my money and he's like parker lewis so what the fuck Ken is his words.
0: actual name? You're driving me nuts with this fucking Parker Lewis.
1: David Driscoll or something like that, I think, something like that. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, um he's like he's like, "How do you know him?"
0: Yeah, and then that's when Kelly walks in. Mm-hmm. And again, Valerie doesn't like clue in that something's wrong. Right. Like I would have been like, "Whoa, wait, what's up?" you know.
1: Also, what I think's kind of fucked up, we'll get to Kelly's reaction in a second. what I think is fucked up is uh, what happens is that they, you know, she leaves, Valerie leaves, and then he's like, hey, we'll we'll talk tomorrow. And then she meets him the next day for whatever. Brunch, I think. Yeah, brunch or something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that dude doesn't fucking work for me. I fired him three months ago when I found him embezzling from clients. By the way, why isn't he in jail? Right. And then he's like, that's what he does is he, he tricks people into giving them money. And she's like, I gave him $100,000. Bill Taylor, that was a very quick explanation. You could have told her last night. Right? And saved her valuable time to put a stop to the check or figure out where he was going to, to bring Jonesy into the mix. <laughs> right? I oh, al- that'd be fun. I also, th- I yeah, that's the only thing that might work out about this is bringing Jonesy back. <laughs> but I... I I also am annoyed that they're just doing the same thing again. What do you mean? The The same thing happened with fucking Dylan.
0: Oh, yeah. Somebody took off with his money.
1: And then there was a, a search for it to try to get the money back. Like, it's the same storyline. Yeah.
0: Similar, for sure. Huh. Yeah.
1: It's, it's annoying.
0: I guess they're running out of ideas after yeah. uh, seven seasons. Right. So yeah, so Valerie gave away her life savings to a con man, which like we saw coming episodes ago. Yep. And now we'll see if she can get it back, I guess.
1: Yeah, who knows?
0: I hope so. I mean I I I don't like her, but I don't want her to lose all her money either.
1: No, I want Jonesy to, to get it back for her.
0: What would happen if she lost all her money? She have to go back to Minnesota with her mother, who
1: she hates? Buffalo. That, Buffalo. You keep forgetting she's from Buffalo. Well,
0: but why originally, was she best friends then with Brenda or whatever? They were originally
1: from Minnesota, then they moved to Buffalo.
0: Right, okay. So fine, back to Buffalo then. The back East Coast. To Buffalo.
1: <sighs> She'd be off the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because she can't afford to live in Beverly Hills. She just sold her club to David. Yep. So she has-
1: For $100,000 apparently, and which I thought she had more than that. Huh? But Whatever.
0: Well, I don't know why you thought I, I don't remember like her having millions or anything. And like she did spend a lot of it on like cars and clothes millions, and hotels. Well, no, but I'm just saying like she she went on a giant spending spree.
1: But she put a lot of money into the club. You would think that the club would that her part of the business would be worth more than a hundred thousand.
0: But... Mm-hmm. I guess not.
1: Also, last episode, uh, David's was like, I don't know where I'm going to get the rest of the money from. I might have to ask your mom. I have to go to oh, yeah. back and everything. And it's like, ah, it's fine. I just had it. <laughs>
0: Found it under my mattress. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> like what the fuck? But Kelly shows up. We should tell. What, so Kelly shows up to, and she's like, "Valerie, what the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> and she's like, "I'm just having dinner with my financial advisor or whatever." And she was like, "What? You invited her?" And yeah, she's all, it's not she's, good. She's all pissed off. And then later, when she's talking to Brandon about it, she's like, "I don't know which one I hate more. It should be Valerie." For sure. Like, how is your dad supposed to know you're enemies with her? Yeah. Well, I mean, she just,
0: like, hates her dad for a million reasons anyway. I guess so, yeah. They have a very tumultuous relationship.
1: That's right.
0: But her dad does go chasing after her when she leaves. And leaves Valerie just sitting there not even knowing her money's been embezzled yet. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck? Um. But she should have known. Yeah. When he reacted that way to Parker Lewis, who cannot lose his name. I mean, you know. Yeah,
0: that should have clued her in for sure. Like, she's very stupid in this episode. And like I said, I don't think she's supposed to be a stupid character. I don't either. So I think that's a, a poor writing choice. Spoilers,
1: though. I, I Parker Lewis will probably win because, as previously mentioned, he cannot lose. Right,
0: right. Um, and you mentioned about David with the money. So yeah, uh, he says to Donna at some point, Like in the very beginning of their episode, Uh their stuff,
1: (laughs) separate episodes, now.
0: (laughs) their storyline. He's like, hey, uh, buying the club was the right choice, right? Like, like, he seems like he's not sure he did the right thing. She's
1: studying, by the way, this whole time for that stupid fucking economics exam.
0: And he's like, everything's, you know, good. I've got my life in order. I've got the club. He's like,
1: zippity doo (laughs) da.
0: I'm graduating. It's like, uh, you know, our relationship's good. The only thing that's not good is my lease is up on my place. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want to get an apartment with me? while well, she's studying for her final that starts in an hour.
1: And she's like, what? And he's like, I, I thought maybe we could move in together. And she's like, David, this is not the time Yeah, studying. And I'm like, true, this is not the time. Yeah,
0: that was really dumb of him.
1: He's like, well, maybe I could stay at the beach house. And- I don't fucking know.
0: Didn't he used to live at the beach house?
1: Yeah. He originally... He originally lived there with his sister and his girlfriend. Yeah. And then he moved out. And Claire moved and Claire in. Claire moved in. So, yeah. And Claire became part of the, the cast.
0: Well, and yeah. He started fucking Claire. <laughs> if uh, him and Donna can, you know, fucking share a bed, then he could move in. No problem. Yeah. But, so she she's all upset. She goes to take her final. And she has what appears to me to be a panic attack. Yeah. Um, like... Dr.
1: Carroll sorted it out for everyone.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, like, like you said, it almost seemed like she was dreaming. Like, everybody's staring at her, and, like, yeah. the, the prof- professor's like, you have to pass this to graduate, Miss Martin, and all that.
1: Like, 75% of your grade. She's, like, the asshole that she usually is. Right.
0: Yeah, she's been nothing but an asshole the whole time. So... Donna just, all of a sudden, she's just like, I'm sorry, I can't do this, and runs out of the room. Mm-hmm. So, somehow, David makes this about him.
1: Yeah, which, this whole thing is hilarious to me. So, she comes up, and he's like, hey, you're early, you were, did that well in the test? And she's like, no, I didn't take it, and she explains what happened, and... And everything, she panicked and she left. And he's like, What do you, you could have passed that easily.
0: Yeah, you've been studying nonstop.
1: And she's like, I know, I know. And then he's like, You know what? I think that maybe you're scared of graduating because you're not ready to move on with your life or whatever. And she's like, What are you talking about? He's like, Like with me, like moving in together and stuff. And she's like, Oh my God. You know? Yeah,
0: she's like, Oh, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, that's the fucked up part. Well, she doesn't say that right away. No, but. But she doesn't slap his face or whatever, which she should, yeah, because <laughs> he is being really selfish and stuff. And we just cut to black. Then she goes to the professor and says, "I want another chance to take the test."
0: That's insane, by the way. Like so ballsy. Like there is no way I would have done that. If 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 I were her, I'd be like, "Well, I guess I'm graduating next semester." Fuck. Right.
1: But yeah, she says. She says, I want to take the test again. You know, I can do it. I know all the stuff. And she's arguing against her and everything. And then we cut from there. Right. So we don't know the outcome. And then she goes and talks to David. And she's like, I went and talked to the professor. And he was like, oh, well, I was, like you said, he goes, that took guts. Mm-hmm. And she said, I told her what you said, that I'm scared to move on, scared to graduate, scared of what's next and everything. And he's like, Is that the truth? And she's like, Yeah, it is. So she just confirms his selfishness. Right. Which is so weird.
0: And for some reason, this professor who's been a psycho bitch this whole time is just like, Okay, no problem. I'll give you the final exam tomorrow morning. Just you. Just
1: just personally. And
0: she reads it to her, which she's giving her verbal final, which is awesome because she has dyslexia everything should be being read to her anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was supposed to be like in high school, that was supposed to be what the, the accommodations for her yeah. testing was.
0: And like, she's just not a good test taker anyway. And then, oh, I did not like the way they handled this.
1: I didn't like the way they handled it either. Cause she was so like verbally abusive to mm-hmm. her. And they're in the middle of the test and she's like, name three ways that, you know, whatever companies can do something. And she's like three, she's like three. Fuck. She's like, this is impossible. I studied so hard. She's like I can only think of two. And she gives the two and she's like I'm sorry I don't know the third. And she goes, There isn't the third. And she's like, What the fuck? Why did you do that? Why are you so mean to me? And she's like, I, just, I want to see what you what you do under pressure. Like did she think she'd like what would have been the right answer there? To admit you don't know or to like lie, to make something up or yeah. make a guess or something. I don't know. But anyway, she said, I'm hard on everybody, but I'm hardest on you because I think you have what it takes to actually make it in this fashion business and you are naturally talented and you're the best. So I'm the hardest on you because if you can stand up to me and all the stuff I throw at you, then that means that you're going to be good in this business. You'll be able to withstand what this business throws at you. And I fucking hate this excuse. Mm -hmm. I hate this excuse when coaches do it, when parents do it. When teachers do it, it's like the excuse of, like, uh, oh, I'm a method actor. I, I get, I have to get fully into the <laughs> character. And it's like, it's always uh, such a coincidence that uh, every method actor, is, the character they're playing is a complete fucking asshole. Right. It's like just an excuse to be an asshole.
0: Yeah, I did not like it. I didn't like it at all.
1: So, yeah, I, I, I just, I think there should have been something else that came of this.
0: But, you know, I guess in the end it means Donna Martin graduates. Yeah, yay. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever.
1: So they, they end up talking, her and David, uh, after she takes the test and everything. And she's like, I am obsessed. Or, or not obsessed. I am worried about what's going to happen in the future and everything. And he's like, well, I, you know, you can't be worried about us or whatever. He's like, he's like I'll tell you what, you and I... That's the only thing I'm not worried about when it comes to graduating. That's, like, the thing I'm sure about or whatever. And she goes, that's the thing that terrifies me the most.
0: That's weird. They've been together so long.
1: And he's like, well, what the fuck or whatever. I think she's close to having sex with him. Yeah. I think that's what terrifies her. Like,
0: I don't understand why they don't just get married and then she wouldn't even have to feel bad about it.
1: She's talking about, like, she... She's afraid of getting hurt and stuff like that. She's afraid of him, like like cheating on her or leaving her. And he's like, "That's not going to happen." He's already been te- tested like twice, yeah, and he's passed the test both times. So, I yeah. think she's. I think she, I understand why she'd be trepidatious because of the past. But I think she, I think he's good.
0: I agree. So, the other couple that we're dealing with. Oh
1: my God, uh,
0: Steve and Claire. I want them to break the fuck
1: up. They're a fucking trash fire.
0: So it turns out that Chancellor... Valorum. (laughs) The Chancellor, uh, whatever, I can't remember his name. Arnold Arnold. Arnold. Chancellor Arnold is uh, moving to Paris.
1: Yep. Paris. To
0: to teach at the... Sorbonne. Yeah. So Claire has been invited to join him...
1: And by the way, she didn't even know about this. She goes to meet him because he wants to talk to her, and the secretary's like, "Oh, he'll be right there. Like he's just on the phone or whatever." Uh, it's so, it's so exciting, and she's like, "Yeah, graduating's fun." She's like, "Oh no, I'm not graduating! I'm going moving to Paris. Going to be moving to Paris." <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's not the best way to find out. No. But when she tells Steve about it, he's like, and you're going, aren't you? He's
1: accepted this job without even talking to her about it. And good for him. No, I mean, that's fine, I guess. But, like, if he wants to bring her with him, this should have been a conversation a long time ago. Sure. Because this had to have been a process. But
0: I'm just saying, like, it's good for him to be making some decisions for himself because it seems like they are way too, like, intertwined.
1: Oh, I agree. He's going to be a professor, by the way, too. Yeah, he's stepping down from chancellor now. The Sorbonne is a very prestigious college, so right. I guess that's probably a step up for him. But
0: well, and like they've been, you know, traveling, and you know, he yeah, he's probably bored. Oh yeah. So. Um, but Steve just assumes Claire's going to go. He's like, "You're going to end up going. You're going to choose him over me," and he just freaks out. Like you she, always
1: choose him over me.
0: Yeah. She never said yes. She just told him that, you know, it was a possibility, but she also didn't say no, so he was losing his mind.
1: He reacts a little over the top, but she doesn't do anything to comfort him. No. And she of knows. not. She's a bitch. And she knows that he's extra sensitive because he's just had a feeling or uh, not a feeling. He's just had a meeting with Rush. Yeah. Rush Sanders where Rush is like, uh, "Oh, my boy." <laughs> I want to know if I'm going to get this alumni award. Can you talk to the chancellor or whatever? So you're nailing his daughter. So, and he's like, that's it. I thought maybe we'd be talking about me because he's graduating. So he was like, oh, I'm going to get a cushy job as a, a partner, partner, junior partner in, in my what? dad's firm. I don't know. He does some sort of vague business.
0: Cause it's like, it can't be a law. He doesn't have a law degree. Like, I don't even know what, I don't ha- know what kind of degree any of these kids are getting.
1: Oh, yeah, they haven't said anything, like, what they're... I think Brandon's is in journalism, I believe, but other than that, I have no idea. But, yeah, Rush Sanders' company is just a... It's the most generic fucking... Like, their job is pleasing Japanese businessmen. (laughs)
0: But, yeah, he... he, He's doing
1: deals that make Japanese businessmen smile and bow.
0: Oh, God. Um, But, yeah, he just gives him two biographies
1: Mm-hmm. Bill, um, bill gates and lee iacocca
0: yeah he's like two self-made men because uh yeah. you know you're going out there without a safety net
1: bill gates self-made man uh son of fucking millionaires
0: right um and steve's like what what do you mean no safety net he's like you're on your own now
1: yeah it's over you cut off
0: so then steve's like you know you're leaving me with nothing and he's like i paid for your college education which is a valid point yeah. i mean that's not nothing
1: And then Steve's like, yeah, thanks a lot, and fucking storms off. Which, I see both sides. Yeah, Rush is like, look, I'm the person I am because I made it on my own. Because I guess he made it on his own, I don't know. Um, He's like, so this is the gift I'm giving you. You, you know, figure out a way to make your way in the world. Now, he says no safety net, but I mean, if... Steve, he's, Steve's not going to be homeless, right? If, if Steve starts to fail, Rush is going to help him out.
0: Of course. He just you, wants to see what he can do on his own. Exactly.
1: Um, but anyway, so I see both sides cause I see Russia's side of like, Hey, this is good for you. You need to start doing things on your own. But I see Steve's point of view in, in, in this way only maybe give him some warning rush. Right, not just on graduation day. Be like, you're fucking done. You know, like <laughs> he doesn't even have a job yet. Maybe prepare him for that as it's leading up to graduation. Right, he can start to make plans, make some choices, figure out what he's gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, he, like do like a little more. A little more warning would have been better.
0: Agreed. So yeah, he's he's just spinning from every direction because he's got Claire he, Claire maybe leaving him his dad's mm. cut him off he's getting ready to graduate he, he doesn't know what he's going to do
1: and he's got to roast Brandon yeah Brandon gets a like I don't know fucking lifetime achievement award from school thanks for being the best part of school Brandon right and he's the gets, golden boy he gets roasted because of it
0: but the roast does not go well
1: no first of all None of these people know how to ro- <laughs> write a roast joke. Right. I'll tell you that. I wrote I I I so I had an idea. We have a family reunion every, dear, every year and I had a fa- I had an idea to do a roast for our family reunion. And we didn't do it. But I wrote some jokes. <laughs> and let yeah. me tell you my favorite joke. Okay. So I thought the first uh, person of of honor or whatever could be my Uncle Bob, right? Okay. Now, a little backstory: All the f- people in the family would know this, so I wouldn't have to explain this. Sorry, audience. But my brother, well, I, I, won't, I won't say his name. No. But my brother has been married three times and divorced three times. So one of my opening jokes would be like, uh, Uh, You know, Uncle Bob and his wife, I guess I won't narrow it down for for anybody out there, but uh, Uncle Bob and his wife have been uh, married for 34 years. 34 years, that's quite an accomplishment. Or as my brother John calls it, five marriages worth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is funny.
1: It's a good joke, right?
0: Yeah. So instead of roasting Brandon, first of all, Steve's also drunk. Yeah. Like you see him just. He has a little flask. He's going to town. Yeah, he does. Um, But instead of, like, roasting Brandon, he's, like, putting himself down. Yeah. Talking about how hard it's been being Brandon's friend, like, living in his shadow
1: and stuff. like, let me tell you something. No one's the golden boy without a fucking screw-up asshole standing next to him. Yeah. And that's me, and that makes you look really good, Brandon. Let me tell you all the ways I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And then Brandon comes up and he's like, "Yeah, you're a real piece of shit, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, th- th- your your idea of failure, you're such a failure. Your idea of failing is is not uh, getting seventy five thousand dollars from your dad, but getting seventy thousand or whatever. Like, yeah. he really goes in against like you get everything handed to you, kind of. Which is like he doesn't know the situation, but it's
0: yeah, kind of extra funny." His jokes are funnier than Steve's like I don't even think Steve is trying to joke.
1: None of them are funny no, jokes. But it was still more
0: like in jest seeming. Yeah. But yeah, it hit hard to Steve, I'm sure. It was not good. Sure. Everybody left there upset. And then like he fell down or into he, a
1: well. He, what? Not out of well. He fell down into a well with baby Jessica. <laughs> Timmy? I couldn't get out. <laughs> um, no, he fell into a fountain.
0: Yeah. Um, so Claire was pretty embarrassed, I think. Claire went to go
1: help him up, and he's like, I don't need your help, Claire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Why don't you bad.
1: leave, because I know you're going to.
0: Yeah, he was mean to her. Um, but then, like, later... Oh, you're losing it. Huh? I am. I'm losing yeah. it. you got to help me.
1: I can tell you're losing it. Later what?
0: Well, later him and Claire talk... <laughs>
1: Yeah, and she's like, I'm not going. Yeah. And he's like, oh, really? Why? And she's like, because you're a dick. And he's like, all right, cool. That's all I need to <laughs> see."
0: <laughs> no, I mean, they decide that, like, they talk about how they're scared, and they're going to do life together, and it mm. won't be as scary if they do it together. And it's like, God. if they weren't such a shitty couple, yeah, it would have been a really nice conversation.
1: But they're a bad couple.
0: Yeah, they're not going to support each other. They don't support each other. Like, no, they're cool going to drag it- each other down. Cool that they think that that they're gonna try to do this, but no,
1: cool that they're deluded.
0: she should be going to Paris with her dad, really she should I mean she's got a college degree, yep she should break up with Steve, go away with her dad, and then David can move in,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: But, uh, I don't like
1: them I don't either, but he talks to Brandon and he's like he tells talks to Brandon about like you know, hey, I've, I've whatever, I'm fucking, like, nice jokes or whatever. And he's like, yeah, let me tell you something. It's, I'm such a golden boy or whatever. It's, I'm the Minnesota kid that has no margin of error because I have no safety net or whatever.
0: Which is ridiculous because his parents are fucking rich too. Exactly. Like, he lives in a house they gave him.
1: Yeah. Like. I'd love to have that no safety net, you right? fuck.
0: Ugh. Yeah, that pissed me the fuck off, too.
1: And he's like, um, he's like, well, how'd you do it or whatever with no safety net? And he's like, because I have a safety net. He said he had none, but then he's like, because I have a safety net. My friends. Yeah, what about your fucking parents, you fucking ungrateful piece of shit? Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, they moved, but they have not cut him off.
1: (sighs) Anyway, so he's like, he's like the power of friendship, you know? And plus you it's like saw, the Care Bears. Plus you, <laughs> plus, you saw fucking angels uh, phase the thing through that truck one day. <laughs> right. So you know that they're out there watching out for you, too. Oh, We're goodness. here for you, Steve. And We're then, your safety net.
0: And then Steve talks to his dad again and tells him how upset he is. And his dad's just like, well, you know, Steve, I mean, you know, I can make you a partner. You can, you know. Like, I, I, I really don't know if he was saying... He's going to do that now or if he was saying like, if you need me to, if you can't, yeah. you know, I feel like it I think was he more was, of a.
1: I think what he was saying is, look, if you can't handle it, I'll just make you a partner. Right. I think that's what he was saying. But I think the implication is like, you should really try to do this on your own. I'll be disappointed, but I can make you a partner. But and I guess that'd be disappointing or whatever. But I, I thought that was the whole plan. He was interning there. Remember? Yeah. Like he only had like one day of interning or whatever, one episode of right. interning. But he was like interning there. Yeah. What happened with that? Was it he was supposed to be working towards? Wasn't them. there
0: some kind of sexual harassment issue? Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
1: But but I, I mean, like, what I'm saying is is that that was part of his plan.
0: Yeah, they had a plan, and then the dad just why do
1: that to yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, you can intern here so that one day you can be uh part of it. Oh, but you're cut off. Fuck
0: yeah. you. Go find another job.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know. The whole episode's weird, but I think next episode is graduation. You got it. So I'm curious I
1: feel is like they graduate?
0: I feel like next season is going to be, like, probably the last season because, like, I don't know how much more they can do with them after they become actual adults in the I, world. I
1: agree. I agree. that So, I haven't heard the... It's the season that just aired. Mm-hmm. We're about to start the season that just aired. It's exciting because we're, yeah. we're getting closer. Um, And I haven't... I have purposely not kept up on the news about the show. Right. So... I don't know if they if they're coming back for another season. I haven't heard they're not, but I haven't really looked into it. So it's possible it's over. I kind of hope
0: it is. I feel like you know they're done. They I need don't know to be what done. else.
1: I don't know what else they could do.
0: I mean, I guess we'll see. I'm like I said, I'm curious to see what they're going to do after graduation. It'll be, it it would be an interesting kind of closure, kind of season to be like, okay, they're settled in this. Yeah, is it.
1: to just have their. Them settle into their adult lives. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then drop it.
1: But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that is the episode for the week, Carol. So why don't you tell people where they can go?
0: So you can write us at latefee1984aol.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends.
1: All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye.